Hello, Salon Sleuth fans. My name is Melissa and my co-host is Leslie. We decided we wanted to share our salon stories. We both have an interest in crime stories and a fascination with the psychic world. So settle in each week as we share another story with you. Who knows, you might even learn something. I wanted to talk to you today about, have you ever heard of the Mandela effect? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions, and I just want to see how you remember these. And okay. I'll try to make them not leading questions, okay? And then let's talk about what we think the Mandela effect is or what other people think it is. Okay. Okay. So let's see. Um, okay. Darth Vader, his famous line. What was it? Absolutely. I, I actually know this is a Mandela okay. and I probably yeah. will screw it up, but it's, um, it's not Luke. I am your father. It is. I am your father. No, I am your father. Isn't that what but I said? Uh, maybe <laughs> it's not, it's not yeah. everybody says it's not like Luke. I am your father. Am your yeah. Father, but it's really, I am your father. Yeah. Well, yes. he says, no, I am your father. Oh no. Okay. The peanut butter one, you know, that one, not skippy, mm -hmm. but there's another brand. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, so many people that. used to think it's Jiffy. Oh, and it's Jeff. It's Jeff. Do you remember as Jiffy peanut butter as a child? You know what? I thought it was Jiffy too, but that's because of Skippy. Yeah, that could be, right? I think I'm just combining the... The two. Yeah. Because didn't I just say Jiffy? You did. And then I was excited. <laughs> and then uh, it's not. It's Jiff. Okay. So, I mean, but I kind of remember Jiffy, me. but maybe you're right because of Skippy. No, I think okay. there is no, there is no Jiffy. It is Jif. Jiffy Lou. Um, but <laughs> I think because of Skippy and pr I don't know which one came out first. Yeah. You're right. It's Jeff. Well, that makes which, sense because there's a similar one where I never really thought of that. Yeah. But also Jiff is just a bad name. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't think it means anything, but it sounds like a sweeper or something. <laughs> I got my well, sweeper out. But years ago we didn't have sweepers we had brooms i mean but is that what you mean a broom. Yeah. Or those, little, those little brooms with the little um you roll them and it rolled the bar did you have one of those oh yeah oh well yeah. kind of like um get your gif out yeah that's funny <laughs> how about this and snow white and the seven dwarfs and the evil queen and she goes in front of the mirror and she says oh yes i do know this yeah. is one um, cause I had never heard of this until a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, we say it's mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all. But I think she says mirror, mirror on the wall. I'm the fairest of them all. Doesn't she? She says magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all. Oh, magic mirror instead of mirror, mirror. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and I don't know, maybe Maybe that's, I mean, maybe I, we just all made it mirror and mirror. I don't know. Here, here's my thing with yeah. these things. And um, this is sort of a funny segue story, but I am known in my family and they make horrible fun of me that I will combine two phrases and let me just slow down. <laughs> here and get them right. So you've got like looking down the barrel 
of a gun, right? People will say that. Yeah. And then you'll say um, something about the uh, the dog that bit you. There's another phrase about the dog that bit you or whatever. I will say looking down the da- the barrel of the dog that bit you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Or um, something about hitting the broadside of a barn. I will combine those things, the, those phrases, so that they're two nonsense. They're two sensical phrases, right? But I've combined them into a, one nonsensical phrase because almost like my brain is thinking faster, and so I think of two yeah. that I could say. Well, and, and that's really surprising from you because you're so like, like put together that it's surprising that you would make those sort of mistakes. <laughs> I know. And I, well, which I is really, really funny, which I make, it makes you more human. Yeah. yeah. I really have to think about it. And, um, seat heaters. What? Is that right? Yeah. I want to say heat seaters. Oh, so like in the car, yeah. I'll go, Oh yeah, turn on my heat seater. <laughs> Which kind of makes sense too, but this this is why I think like, you know, I said last episode that we found out my son was dyslexic and I I really think that people in my family are as well. Um, now that I look back at the signs and everything, but I think there's a little dyslexia in me because I say things like that all the time. Yeah. That makes sense. And it's like my brain is working so fast yeah. and Eric will say something about it and I'll be like, wait, what was wrong with that? Yeah. Eat cedar isn't a thing. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's funny. That ain't right. Okay. So what else do you have? Okay. Looney Tunes. How do you spell it? L-O-O-N-E-Y. And then Tunes. Oh, is Tunes part of it? Yeah. T- Oh, oh, I'm guessing. I thought it was T-U-N-E-S. It is but... Tunes. Like T-U-N-E-S. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But when you look I at the logo, it, it kind of, like, I feel like I remember the old one. But then, I don't know. Who knows? What is it? What is the, what is it? What do people think it is? And they think it's Looney with two O's and Tunes with two O's. Oh, okay. But it's Tunes, like, you know, iTunes. Regular tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was regular tunes, but then you were making me question that maybe that was the part of the Mandela effect that I was wrong. <laughs> no, you were right. Um, <laughs> so I've and Looney, I feel like Looney spelled wrong, spelled weird too. But yeah. Um, okay. I remember this song, and you probably remember this song, but the Oscar Mayer. Oh yeah, that's okay. spelled weird too. Yeah. So do you remember the song? This is what makes it so confusing for me because I remember the song. And never saying it the other way, but maybe I did. I don't know. Do you Oscar Meyer. My baloney had a first name. It's O S E A R. My baloney had a second name. It's M E Y E R. And if you ask me every day or whatever, um, why well, I'll say because Oscar Meyer had a way with B L O N G N A. But yeah, okay. So how do you spell Oscar Meyer? See, I do know that this is one of them. Um, I'm going to just say what I think. I'm okay. not going to second guess it. O-S-C-A-R-M-E-Y-E-R. But it's M-A-Y-E-R. And I would never, I that was one that as a kid, I don't remember ever spelling it M-A-Y-E-R. Even with that song that I still remember. <laughs> yeah. Did you just say M-A-Y-E-R? No, or did you say- I said M-E-Y-E-R. 
Well, and I had a friend with a last name Meyer, but it was with an I instead of a Y. And so I'm like, am I saying it because of that? Like growing up, you know, she was a good friend. So no, I think that Meyer is typically M E, is it not? I don't know. Because that would be Mayer. Like John Mayer. Yeah. Huh. That, 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 I'm with you on that. Okay. One. Actually, I'm with you on all of them. Yeah. I just have heard them before. Yeah. So I I know that we screw them up a lot. And you know, my feeling is it just gets played and played and played. And so you can't distinguish reality from, you know, what you've heard for so many years. Right. Because well, isn't the other one, the reason it's called the Mandela effect is because everybody thought he died in prison. Right. Yes. Now, and I'll get into that a little bit too. Let me go to some of these ones. I'm going to see if you remember. Um, okay. Did Curious George, did he have a tail or no tail? No tail. Okay. Did he have a tail? Um, people remember him having a tail and then he didn't have a tail. Um, okay. Sex in the city. What's the title, that show? Yes. What's the actual title's name? It's not sex in the city. It's and the city. A lot of people would think in the city. Oh, it's sex and the city. Yeah. No one says that. Sex and the city, not sex in the city. They say sex in the city, don't they? I don't know. I was never, I only watched that show a couple of times. And so that one was, I that but that's why I brought that up as one I hadn't heard over and over. See, I would say sex in the city. I thought it was sex in the city. Sex in the city. <laughs> okay. Sex okay. in the city. <laughs> I didn't think it was sex and the city. <laughs> okay. Years ago, publisher clearing house. Do you remember like in the eighties, they yeah. were doing all this stuff. You would see them all over. Do you remember yeah. who the person was attached to that? Who was? Oh gosh. Yes. If you said it. Um, okay. If I say it, then I don't want to be leading, but they would say people remember Ed McMahon. And the yes, publishers. So he was never a part of that. Like he, it says tonight show sidekick Ed McMahon never made any such house call. So I, sorry, he was part of it, but he didn't actually go to anybody's house with the big check. What? It says that he endorsed the American family publishers instead, which was a rival sweepstake promotion. Then again, McMahon did not appear on camera during the pi- prize patrol for the sweepstakes. What? So there must have been two kind of competing at that same time. And like you with your your sayings that you get mixed up, yeah. we must have put those two together. Yes. Right. I think you're right. Because sometimes. Okay, so let's yeah. go back to that. Did people ever win those things? I don't know. I think the company sold a lot of magazines. <laughs> because didn't they, didn't they get sued or somebody? Somebody recently, other than McDonald's, I know McDonald's was um caught for their monopoly game because they would only put out the certain winning ones that you had to find in certain locations regionally oh. so there's no way unless Everybody. you stopped yeah all over the nation you could win it uh. so they just lost a lawsuit about that yeah crazy here's a good one 
the Lindenberg baby. Was that ever solved? No. It was. So everybody was so focused on that, the whole thing that had happened, that nobody really like focused on that the fact that they found the toddler after two months and the kidnapper was caught and then sentenced to death. Oh, wow. But I just remember the whole thing about that, but you don't really remember what really happened after the fact. I feel like I was really young though. When, when was that? When did that happen? Oh, it was 1932. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. You must have. Been, you were either really old in another life, or um, <laughs> okay. How about this? Um, this is the one that's really crazy because I kind of I remember sitting in class when this happened and watching it on TV in front of everybody. When did the Challenger yeah. space shuttle explode? Okay. This. Okay. I have had this argument <sighs> time and time again. Yes. I swear to you that I was in the seventh grade ha- hall of Brown junior high, but they're saying <laughs> historians, the internet is saying that it happened like my ninth grade year. Okay. So it would have been either your ninth grade year or your 10th grade year, because it was in 1986 mm-hmm. and you're a year yeah. older than me. And I remember being in middle school, but in 1986 yeah. I was in high school and it happened January 28th. So technically, I would have been a freshman. You would have been a sophomore. No. You would do it I, in 89? Yeah, I was 89. But I thought 86. 86, I was in. I thought I was in the ninth grade. Is that wrong? Let's see. I graduated in 89. So 88, I was a sophomore or uh, junior. 87 right? I was a sophomore, right? So 86, it was the, it was the January of my ninth grade year. Okay. So that would make it right for me then. Cause I was in high or middle school. Yeah. You were eighth grade, but I swear to you, I was in the seventh grade hall, which sometimes as an eighth grader, you would have classes in the seventh grade hall. Um, but I don't ever, I don't ever as a ninth grader remember being on that side of the building. And that's what kind of throws me because I, I feel like I remember knowing that I was in math class and I was in the seventh grade hall. And I, I think that I had that math class in that classroom, my seventh grade year, not my ninth grade year. So I was by that too, because I would have swore to you that it was more like, and we all watched it like live. So why, what's the reason? Why do people get confused by that? Why is that a Mandela effect? Because other people are confused by that year? Right, because a lot of people believe it happened in 84 or 85. Shut up. That's when I believe it happened. It's really weird. Why? Well, let's go through a little bit more and then we'll go into why the Mandela, why we think it happens and what we think is happening. Okay, Okay, so wait a second though. That one's really yeah. So did something else blow up in 84, 85? I don't know, but that was a big deal because she was a teacher and all of us from the schools were yeah. actually watching it on the TV that came in and on the cart, right? So, wh- okay. Yeah. I have a real problem with this. Why is it then that I'm thinking the way everybody else is thinking and I like have a visual, because, you know, I'm kind of photographic that way. Like I have visual. Yeah. 
theories, not always like, like my husband is really good about going, oh, well, I was working for this company at the time. Right. So it was this year. I'm like, I have no clue. I can just tell you I was in this room. Exactly. Or this space or whatever, you know. Well, I think there's a term they call, okay, wait, we won't go into that. Um, okay. So a lot of people will actually start remembering like in, in groups, like those same things, right? But let me see what, let's see the, the unconscious interpretation or error regarding a particular memory. So it can happen when the brain is attempting to fill in the missing information in incomplete memories. And even though you remember something that you believed is to be true, the memory can be altered by emotional response or the details that have been added in later. And this phenomenon is mainly the event of people who have suffered. Oh, brain and no, forget that part. But um, let's see the collective false memories. Let's see. So you have a bad. You're you may be bad at remembering dates and history, and the fact that so many people also remember the same events that are wrong, according to psychologically psychological studies in 2016, about 88 percent of the U.S. citizens asked to fill out an online survey about Alexander, Alexander Hamilton. And um, let's see, the results of the survey showed that Hamilton was picked more than some of the actual U.S. presidents like um, Chester Arthur and Franklin Pierce. But um, Hamilton was never a president. He's just on one of our bills, right? Right. Um, let's see. Why is it a bill, but it's a, but he wasn't a president, but, but everybody remembered him kind of being a president only because they saw that so many times. Let's see what else they were saying. Okay. This is the part that gets kind of confusing, like multi-universe alternate universes. Like if there are more than one timeline going on at the same time and they kind of go in and out of each other. Mm-hmm. So maybe that particular timeline has I um things that aren't exactly the same as ours. So let's just say on one universe it's M E Y E R and then one okay. is M A Y E R. They crossed, some things get stuck. Then the, okay, this is the part that I got really confused about. Like, okay, let's just say there are two universes right now and they're exactly the same with slight differences. And we're going in and out of them, right? So there might be another one of you on this other one, right? And then you cross over and back and forth, back and forth constantly. And then some things get stuck. Or what if you got stuck on the other uh, the other universe? So your mirror image is on the opposite with the M-A-Y-E-R. Okay. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Okay. Let me just tell you, the fact that we're having this conversation right now <laughs> is reminding me of dinner the other night which is a carry on to our next show about past life regression. So I start telling my husband and my son about these conversations that I've had with these, these um, practitioners and hypnotherapists, I guess they would call them. And they start telling me about this theory of side by side universes and that we're living these parallel universes and that how can there only be one universe and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just going to be real honest. It's all kind of going over my head. I can carry it a little bit. Like I can understand it, but I go, yeah, that's way too far out there. Even for me, 
And my son's sitting here telling me that, you know, past lives and all this stuff is totally too far out there for him to believe. But I am like, no, this doesn't make any sense to me. So I totally get what you're saying. And yet I have a really hard time understanding that. And what I said to him, I said, well, what, what's your proof? Right. Which, because he'd been saying that to me about past lives and blah, 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 there's no proof. Right. I'm like, well, what's your proof of this? And he's like, well, there is no proof. And I'm like, okay, well then how is this different than not believing in past lives? Like, how can you say that you can't believe in that? But you know what I mean? So I, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Well, it's kind of the same thing about, when you have your intuition or is it a thought? What do you believe? And the same thing with you when, um, so when I watch, um, oh gosh, what is that show with Morgan Freeman? Um, through the wormhole that show, have you seen that? It's really good. You should probably watch it. Um, but same thing, I'll be listening and it's all good. He starts talking about, um, how there really is a no time. And then all of a sudden, like he says something and I'm completely lost. Like, like I was with it. I was going there. I could follow along. And then all of a sudden, like it's way above my head. And I'm like, and part of my brain is like, I'm not doing this anymore. And, um, so I find it really hard to follow, but like you and me in the beginning of thinking about past lives, that was really hard. And now we totally believe it. So this is really hard. And it's hard for me, especially because I like to have like physical evidence. I want to be able to see and touch it and feel it and understand it. And this really makes no sense. <laughs> but right. uh, how do you make sense of? Oh. Okay, I just turned this on because it says the Challenger disaster of 1984. What? Let me go no, back. but it, I don't think it's the same thing. So is there another one, maybe? CNN footage of the Challenger disaster made notorious not just for the tragedy of the incident, but also for the extensive coverage paid to what have would have been the first school teacher in space. What? Yes. yes. It occurred I'm... on January 28, 1986. Well, maybe okay. um, this... Uh merchdope.com might be wrong is where I got I heard this before though okay okay here's, uh, here's a good one for you what color is chartreuse oh gosh um geez this is a hard one I'm gonna say it's like a uh it's like a pinky purple Okay. <laughs> there is no explanation why so many people believe that chartreuse color is the magenta pink color. In fact, it is a shade of green. Okay. Really? So, but here's a theory that I had about some things, and this could be for colors. Let's just say, let's just say you were born and I'm born, right? And um, I see something as green and you see it as red because that's how our brains see it, right? Mm-hmm. Even though we're looking at the same color, let's just say, let's just say grass. I see it as a green color. Maybe it's really red, but because your whole life you were taught that that red is actually green. Like, who- yeah, but okay, so I totally agree with you yeah. because you and I 
seeing different colors. Right. Well, I think like everybody could be seeing different colors, but we're all naming it the same because it's never changing. Like our eyes won't ever really know if we're actually seeing the same thing everybody else is seeing. Does that make sense? Yes. Like everything in our world could be different colors than it actually is compared to everybody else. But because we know it as that name, it continues to stay that way. So I might be looking at something that's green, which could really be red in your eyes. Does that make sense? Yes. So maybe. See, I was, so when I was thinking about the whole chartreuse thing, I was going between green and this pinky purpley thing. Yeah. And um, I guess I never so really thought I, about what color that would be. I think that, um, that there's probably some confusion around that. Yeah. Well, and I don't, when would you ever use the word chartreuse? Isn't it oh, just fancy, in a song or something? Fancy people use fancy words all the time. Okay. I was just trying to think of whenever I would use that word and why I would refer to it as a color or what, what was it referred I, to ever as something else ever? I think people use those color names all the time. I mean, in my business, when you're talking about yeah. color, like um, <clears throat> oftentimes sage is actually a greener color as is khaki is actually a greener beige, but a, peop- a lot of people will say khaki when they mean a tan. Yeah. So, um, cause they're thinking of pants that, probably. Exactly. They're thinking of khaki pants, but a khaki is really got a green base to it. So I noticed that with a lot of people. So instead, like, instead of saying sage or kind of a blue sage or whatever, I'll try to like go, okay, Robin's egg blue. If I think that green will be too far of a jump for them. Like, yeah. like Oh, like green. Yeah. Um, Robin's egg is one of those other things. People don't know what Robin's egg is. Right. Um, I would think that it, it would be like a light blue, like a baby blue. Yes. But it has some green base to it. Okay. It's very, it's very complicated. Yeah. Even Sam, like salmon, you know, salmon can be anything from the color of salmon to a really light pale pastel. I do find that like in the salon when people want certain colors and they'll say something and I go for a color that I think would be like a salmon. Oh no, that's yeah. too pink or that's too orange or that's, you know, like different variations. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Have you, I noticed have you ever seen the movie Another Earth? No. And then, okay, so I just, I I saw that a long time ago. It was really long and, well, I, I probably wasn't long. It was just really slow. But I always remember this movie because it was so, uh, you know, I, you know, you think it, it wasn't that good, right? But then it sticks with you forever. I probably saw this thing 10 years ago. What was it called? Another Earth? Another Earth. And it's about this girl. And um, so this other Earth just shows up one day and it's huge. And um, she is driving along and she's looking out her window after partying with her friends at her car window as she's driving and is staring at this other earth and she gets in this horrific car accident and she wipes out um, this other car and kills the mother and the child in it. <clears throat> the dad was also in the car. So um, she has to go to jail, prison, whatever. And um, while she is in incarcerated, there's this contest out where you can write um, a letter or some sort of um you write something about um, why you should win this contest. And the contest was to get on a shuttle or whatever to go to the other earth and see what's over there. 
And so she wrote this whole thing about, and she was honest about how she had made some bad decisions in her life. And um, she w- just wanted to see what was there to kind of start over. And so she gets out of prison, jail, whatever she's in. And um, she feels horrible about what she had done to that family. So she goes and goes to the house just to look. She's looking in the windows and the house is a mess. It's just like the poor guy just never made it through it. And uh, he comes out of the house and he's like, can I help you? And she's like, oh, we, I just started working at this cleaning company and we're expanding. And I wanted to know if that might be something you might be interested in. It's free. You know, your first time's free. And he's like, I'm not interested. And then um, she goes to leave. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. She goes to leave and he opens the door back up and he's like, you said free. So he invites her in. And eventually, you know, so she feels like she's going to take care of this man because she's totally destroyed his world. And she spends all this time with him. And of course, he then starts to fall in love with her. And and now she has to basically tell him who she is. And she does. And he's just pissed, as you can imagine. But she also wins this contest. And so she goes to him and he wants nothing to do with her. So she goes there one last time and she's like, listen, you know, I won this contest. And oh, he he knew she won the contest because he didn't want her to go because he loved her. Right. But then she knew she had to go because what she had done to him and he's about to freak out. So she goes to his house and she's like, I don't know what's there. But if your fam, oh God, I forgot the biggest part of the thing is they were in communication with the other earth and the government was, and what they found was there are memory mirror images of the same people there. So the person doing the, um, you know, the communication to the other earth was her, the same communicator on this earth. They were just talking to each other. Does that make sense? Okay, that I think is what my son was trying to say. Yes, so there's this mirror image of this thing. So she says to the man, I don't know what is there, but your family could be there. Although they're also going to have another dad because there's a mirror image of him, right? So she leaves him the ticket, right? So a little bit of time goes by and then the news footage of him getting on that shuttle because he's going to go see if his family's there. So she, um, of course, sees him go and everything. Then the last scene of the whole movie, she is walking down her driveway, looking at her mail, and she looks up, and it's her mirror image right in front of her. Like, that person had come here. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I don't know. So I guess by putting it into two different worlds, it's a little easier to manage conceptually. Is that the right word? Um, Yeah. Versus having two intertwined universes going at the same time. Like that one that we can't see. Like, okay, for example, um, there's a lady that works at um, the club with us. And um, her mom could see these things in her house. And they were spirits, right? Okay. And um, so she would be in her living room. And if she looks over to her kitchen area, she could see these women coming into her house and they were setting up like an old sewing machine. And they had these big things of fabric, you know, how they had the big rolls bringing them in. They they were coming to work. Like they were, it was like a store and they were working and um, doing stuff. And then occasionally they would like get eye contact. Like they could see each other. Like she could see her. And um, this other time her and her husband were sleeping in their like lazy boy chairs 
but they had slept in each other's chairs. So they weren't in their normal chairs. So when she woke up, this woman is looking at her and she's talking to her friend and she's like, look, and there, she was pointing to two of them, like as if they had switched chairs. She's doing that with her fingers. So she could see them. And then she waves to her and they freak out and they leave. And then another time she was. Wait, this is the grandma that's. This is. Yeah. So the lady that I work with, it's her mom. Okay. And then one time they were, she was sleeping and she wakes up and one of them is leaning over her husband, like, like right in, like by his face. And she said, it looked like a nurse, like she was a nurse, like checking in on him. Well, he, oh. well, he ended up passing away um, probably six months but after not that, that not that day, months. but six months or so afterwards. But it was interesting because they they could see her they were interacting with her so could that have been the parallel they were crossing weird because if it i mean i guess it could just be a spirit in the house that could yeah. see that was still his, his loved ones or something they're worried about him because they know he's not well so yeah but why him. are they coming in like setting up shop in their kitchen well as renee said they have things to do it was just kind of like I guess there's there's different kinds of ghosts. I always think of them as more like um, they say like a movie where they just keep recycling the same. You know, you see one out of the corner of your eye. Okay, so then Melissa, what about if um, all the times that we see ghosts, could it just be a parallel universe? When you see the flash out of the corner of your eye, could that just be a moment where they touched? true i don't know i don't these are beyond me these these things i have a really hard time with because (laughs) trust me i I believe in ghosts this whole other thing is really hard to understand but i was for like entertainment purposes talking about it and just like exploring it a little bit you know like what does that mean okay so this was the other question that came up at dinner after talking about past lives because you know, my son, who's just not into this and just doesn't believe he's so my husband's saying, okay, wait, 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 let's back up. If energy, if you, if you can't get rid of energy, like if something dies, there's energy around that. Um, and so what happens to that energy? And one of the things that came up was where, you know, where does that energy go? Does it just die or does it move on to something else? Right. And so that's where, people speculate that the spirit goes right with that energy. And my son says, no, no, it just dies. It just, it just goes into the ground, whatever. Well, but so then they said, well, how can past lives be true? Because what about population growth? If you only have so many spirits and we keep populating the world, the world more and more, how do you have enough spirits to do this? And I was actually researching some of this stuff and someone says, well, what if the spirits or, or they were saying, they weren't saying what if they were saying that spirits can, can split. So if one person has the goal of, you know, becoming more patient in this lifetime and the other person has a goal of finding love. And when you're up in the spirit world, you can't decide what your main goal is. You split your spirit and you become twins. We talked about that. Oh, did we? Okay. So I wasn't researching that. You and I were discussing that. Yes. So we did. uh, We did talk about that. But at the same time, where do the spirits come from originally anyway? 
it had to start somewhere. So maybe it doesn't have to, like, we're not just recycling the same ones. There could be new forms of energy. Right. Right. Because then like, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Because how, like, why wouldn't a new spirit form? I mean, I don't know how that works. Because I see what he's saying. We're just like, you have a hundred cars and you're recycling the same hundred cars, right? Right. But then why couldn't somebody make a new car? And now all of a sudden we have 101 cars that want to come through. Well, this was the same discussion that they started off on the tangent at the dinner table about how if we have one universe, why wouldn't there be more universes? Well, there is. There's no way that we're the only planet that has this no not planet no 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 no. well within that universe Universe. what's that i don't know like it it, i mean if it goes forever and ever couldn't there be multi-universes within one outer space so there (laughs) is it important here so who like that so that's what i said i said are you talking about like our universe like the milky way and they're like no no bigger than that like, what do you think happens after the black space? And I'm like, well, there's just more black space. And they're like, really? It's just endless? Like, couldn't there be multiple black spaces? Yes. I'm like, you know what? That is way too This is too far, much. Too much for me. Like, that that is just, that is beyond my, I, I don't even know if that's quantum physics. I don't even know what you call that. That's so complex. That makes me feel really small. <laughs> I know. And really stupid as my son and husband are able to like have this conversation. I'm like, dude, you guys lost me like at universe. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they're all into the black holes and everything. So what and do I'm they like, say about the black holes? What is that exactly? Oh God. Don't get them started. Okay. I mean, I, I, I can't even... Well, it's I, I just outer space. Maybe we'll have him on and we'll have a 21-year-old's view of this whole conversation. Yeah, that would be great, actually. Because he actually loves this stuff. Yeah. And he would talk your ear off about it. Uh, well, I, I, yeah. I just watched the movie Mandela Effect. And then you should watch Another Earth. Because those are interesting. Okay, I didn't know there was a movie on that. Yeah, it's called the Mandela Effect. I just watched it because it is like, um, it's more like uh, like you're just a a player in a game kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so um, so that's time. what I'm saying. Like with the whole past lives that you're about to go into, by doing that you don't want the leading questions, right? You just have to be really careful of that because you don't want to create a false memory as in like the Mandela effect. Right. It just, I want it to be genuine. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today was going into this whole new realm. And they're the, they're the experts. They know what they're doing and they've done this before. So I don't doubt that they won't. um, You are, are you not? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, then we'll be able to, um, look at the questions that they're asking you and how you're responding to see if, you know, that matches, because I think it's really important not to lead in questions because all of a sudden they're like, well, yeah, maybe, you know. Yeah. Well, that does happen. Unfortunately, as you and I watch all this stuff. 
Um, well, that's why I thought it was important to talk about this today, moving into something that could affect you or us later. Well, I'm actually kind of excited about it. Yeah. yeah. That is so weird. Well, and then the Bernstein Bears. Oh, yeah. It's Bernstein. Stain. Bernstein. Yes. Didn't I say that? Bernstein? Yeah, maybe. Bernstein. Yeah. I did know Um, that one. I don't remember that, but I'm like, that's kind of weird because I think I would have remembered oh, that. When I, when I heard that, I went and pulled all the books because we yeah. those books. Yeah. Life. But what if at that point you just changed over to the other universe that had the right one or uh, the different one? I'm going to Google. Why do people think? The- Which means you might not really be with your husband that you married because you're in another universe. I could be married to my son. No, no, you're still married to your husband. Oh. It's just in the other world. What? Well, then am I married <laughs> to him in both worlds? Okay. Well, does he... Re- okay, this is the way you can tell if it's your real husband. Does he remember the Berenstein Bears or the Berenstein Bears? See, this is the problem, is because we we had this conversation. Okay, so you're going to have to test him. Yeah. Because <laughs> if he remembers it the same way than you did, then you will transfer it over at the same time. <laughs> Except that we've had this conversation. The thing is, you wouldn't really know because he's the same person. You know? And you're the same person. There's just, no, I know. It's it's really stupid. I don't even why I'm having this conversation. Way beyond my headspace, I got to tell you. You know that stuff that you, uh, when you make a mistake on your paper and you have to use that little stuff to, yeah, how do you spell it? What? Are you going to tell me whiteout isn't spelled like whiteout? I don't know. How do you spell it? W-H-I-T-E out. W-I-T-E out. See, you're in the wrong universe. What do you mean? There's no, there's no age. No, there's no age. I have a bottle of that. Should I get it out? Well, if it says white, W-I-T-E, you're in the other universe again. Because I remember... It the other way. So I'm in the same universe as you. Okay. I have a bottle of it right here and it's W I T E. <laughs> okay. C3PO. Oh, but here's the thing in the corner, yeah. upper corner, it says white with a, oh. but that doesn't really make me right. But are you a Star Wars fan? Well, okay, so we do need to have a little COVID talk because um, I want to do an intro of COVID talk, but we'll do it. We can, you can rearrange this if you want. So we have been watching all the Star Wars because my daughter and her friend, um, again, the one friend that we let over during this whole COVID thing, had never seen any of the Star Wars movies. So we actually started um, watching them all and we watched them in the order in which not in the order in which they came out, but in the order in which they were supposed to be, like chronologically. Yeah. So yes. So what's your point about Star Wars? C-3PO. What color is he? He's gold. No, he, well, okay, but there's two. There's a gold and a silver. I think he's, I don't know. I think he's silver. Okay. In, in the old the old ones, let's say. I don't know. I'm not sure which one they're referring to, but is he all one color? I don't, I don't know. I want to say yes, he is. I'm going to go with my gut and not overthink it. 
and not things so according to this mandela effect thing on merchdope.com um he is all gold except he has a right leg that is silver below the knee but then they have Yes, I think I think that's. Pro- I don't know. I have to look it up. I think that's. And then the Tom Cruise risky business famous dance. Oh yes, he does not wear glasses, and he no, but he does in the picture of the poster. Yes. So that's I think that's when people. I can see how people that might get that confused. You should say that one because I kind of cut you off. Oh. Just let me say it again. Well, just say what the the. The theory is people think that when he does that um, intro, when he comes out in the underwear and the dress shirt, that he's wearing black sunglasses, those Ray-Bans, but he's actually not. He doesn't have sunglasses on at all. But the cover of the movie... um, The movie poster, he is wearing the sunglasses. He's wearing the sunglasses. Okay. You should know this one, because I would know this one. The, um, The Silence of the Lambs. The famous thing that Anthony Hopkins says to Clarice. Do you remember? Lotion? No. It puts the lotion on its skin or it gets (laughs) the hose again. No. um, Hello, Clarice. Yeah, I know that one's not right either. No. He just says, good morning. Good morning. Oh, really? (laughs) That's so boring. Good morning, Clarice. Oh, he does say Clarice, though? Uh, well, let's see. He says the reason the misconception is um, Hannibal Lecter uses every time he says the name Clarice, which is probably stuck in most everybody's memory. So he just says good morning. But because he always says her name, people just kind of put them together. Yeah. And instead of saying good morning, Clarice, he says, or we think he says hello, Clarice. <laughs> Plus, also, because if I said to you hello or good morning, you're not going to know. But if I said Hello, Clarice. Then you're going to know I'm referring to Hannibal Lecter. Right. Hello, Melissa. (laughs) You wouldn't know otherwise. So some of those things, I think, like, even with the risky business thing, like if I wore a dress shirt and underpants and socks, you'd go, oh, interesting. But if I put the glasses on, you'd be like, oh, that's risky business, you know. I mean, I think. Well, it's really hard because everybody remembers Hello, Clarice, even though it wasn't in the movie. So is it because we all started using it? But how do so many people use that same phrase when we didn't have things like TikTok or Instagram or any of that? How does it get spread to the point where everybody can relate to that, that saying that wasn't actually a saying? I don't know, but the same thing would be true of the Star Wars thing. If I said to you, no, I am your father, you yes. might get it. Like, right. okay, I can kind of see where I got the voice, right? But if I say, Luke, I am your father, you're going to know I'm doing a Darth Vader impression. Totally. But why is that? Like, we didn't have everything that we had back then. So how does it get so, how does the wrong thing get said and related to, because if we always said, no, I am your father, we would remember that even then. But so how do we all remember something that wasn't there? In a, in a time frame where it was just newspapers, we didn't even have email back then. You would actually have to call people. That's a good question. I don't know. And so how does like everybody in, I mean, I don't know if they watch that movie in other countries, but here in the United States, how does everyone remember Hello, Clarice? 
when it actually wasn't said. And it wasn't even hello. It was good morning, Clarice. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You're right. But no, how does hello, Clarice, get like spread throughout the whole United States when that's not what he actually said? I don't know. Like, how do we all remember that? I do not know. But we're remembering something that wasn't. It's just like it just like it was like the telephone game. There weren't even memes. We didn't have anything like that. There's so how did something way back then get spread? Okay, so because here's we, right, yeah. This is sort of a, a side note to this, but I think we need to get to the bottom of this challenger disaster thing. Because I think <laughs> that is like I hate to use his phrase. Yeah, I even remember her name. Do you remember her name? Wasn't it Susan? Krista McAuliffe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. The later one was Susan, wasn't it? She wasn't. No, I'm going to Google that. Because I just sent you the link of CNN Live. Yeah, I saw that. It says 1984, but everything says 1986. So, but see, then I see in the, in some of these links, I see 1984s popping up. I'm going to have to do some research on this because I am perplexed by this. So she died January 28th, 1986. Was there another teacher that died in 1984? I don't know. I I need to research this one. This one annoys me because I want to feel validated and I'm a right fighter. So, you know. If you'd like to be on our show and ask Suzanne a question or two about your career, your love life, or family, please contact us on our website at www.salonsleuths.com. We take calls the first Monday of the month for a full appointment with Suzanne. Go to her website. Thank you. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.